definitely human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It is the winter of 1926. Dr. Dorothy Taylor has reunited her friends after five years to chase the echoes of an evil they thought vanquished. Across the snow-buried American Midwest, our heroes have pursued new enemies in league with old ones, fighting to defend themselves against the brutal violence of the new world while the corpses pile up around them. And as they confront a villain on the train, they tell themselves that there is still some small hope for justice, that maybe things are not always so bad in The Infinite Bad. The Butchers of Goose Lake, Part 5 Howling winds whip snow past the train windows, and the carriages themselves seem to shiver in the cold. Dorothy scrambles for her revolver as Phil Christensen, his eyes wild with desperation, sprints to the end of the carriage. Cornelia lunges after him, her righteous outrage animating her frail frame with sudden energy. As a snowstorm builds, the train's wheels screech a futile protest against the steel tracks, and the carriage jolts from side to side. Christensen has rattled to the far door of the carriage now, and he spins towards his adversaries, his blonde hair lashing across his face. Stop, sir! Okay, both of you There's make... nowhere left to run! <laughs> so both of you make dexterity checks, but you at disadvantage, Dorothy, as you're pulling out your revolver That's as you're okay. trying to run. Oh, dear. Three. Three for me as well. Oh, wow. Ah, oh, oh, the train lurches just as you're trying to take a step forward, and you're both bowled towards the side of the carriage again. Um, Phil manages to stay balanced and on his feet and he enters the carriage which seems completely dark from your perspective like 10 feet down and he slams the door closed behind him well I I go and try and open it okay so you go and try and open it you can hear you can hear that he's on the other (laughs) side like trying to keep it closed make a strength check Dorothy help me okay yeah and I I'm gonna add my eight okay uh you're both heaving against him, but Dorothy, you're not very strong, and Cornelia, you're quite old. <laughs> 
So uh, you're heaving against him, but he manages to keep the door closed. And then you hear uh, the grinding of something uh, scraping across the door. And then you hear his footsteps uh, further down. And make perception checks, guys. 18. Two. You can hear a tinkling of glass almost. And then you can hear his footsteps going down the carriage. um, But you still can't open it. And you assume that he must have like slid some sort of bar across it. Is there any space between the carriages at all? Is there a way to get up onto the roof and over? Ah, yeah. Uh, so there is space between the carriages. You'd need to climb out the window and up onto the roof, though. I don't feel like possibly you may be the best person to He's do getting that. away, Dorothy! <laughs> <laughs> Quick! Let's go! So Off we... I go. <laughs> no. uh, Joy and Sebastian, make perception checks. 16. 19. Both of you hear faintly, uh, stop, stop. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds, like, that sounds like Cornelia. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Good like come on, Cornelia. Sebastian, come on. <laughs> I run, run down the carriage. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Sebastian and Joe, you dash down the carriage. And as you enter the penultimate carriage where Dorothy and Cornelia are, what, have you got like one, have you yeah. swung one leg out of and the I'm window? Already? I'm, already, I'm already off. You're, yeah. Cornelia, wait! <laughs> God, woman, what are you doing? A blast of icy air comes into the carriage. You can see that Cornelia has opened the window and has it was swung Phil? one leg Where's out. Where's Phil? He's run to the next carriage. There's no way through. Follow right. me! Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Corn- I follow uh, Cornelia. Let's go. <laughs> make, <laughs> uh, make us an athletics check, Cornelia. Sixteen. Wow. Okay, with a a spurt of energy and vigor that belies your age, you hoist yourself up onto the roof. Um, <laughs> Holy Mother of God! <laughs> You're now standing kind of crouched against the speeding force of the wind uh, on the roof of this train. Uh, Anyone who's stepping outside of the window, this is extremely dangerous, okay? (laughs) Anyone who's stepping outside of the window and trying to climb onto the roof, make an athletics check. 11. 18. I think I'm going to (laughs) stay. I, I feel like somebody yeah. should cover the door just in case he tries to go back the other way. I it's true, you like... don't want like no, a Benny right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um Okay, uh, you got an 11. Mm. Okay, but that's fine because you're dexterous. Um, okay, all three of you managed to clamber your way onto the roof of this train. Well, here we are! <laughs> okay, I want to run to the end of a carriage, yeah. uh, the far end, and then... And then you I need to make guess... a jump to the next one. Very well. Okay. It's not very far. It's like three feet, but, but make a... Can't we just lower ourselves down in between the carriages and go through one of the doors? Surely he hasn't locked them both. Would that work? Yeah, lower yourself down. Yeah, I lower myself down. Five. Okay, so Cornelia, uh, you you should have really like lowered yourself to sit and then lowered yourself, but you try to like jump down entirely. Uh, Sebastian and Joy, you get to make dexterity checks to try to catch her. Come on, Danny. Six. Twelve. Okay, uh, Sebastian, you managed to grab on to, um, to Cornelia's hand just as she slips uh, and, and gives a momentary shriek as she loses her balance and starts falling. <laughs> oh, right in my face. <laughs> uh, but you do manage to catch her. Uh, and now, Cornelia, you are hanging from Sebastian's hand, but your feet scramble and find purchase. Thank you very much, Sebastian. You're quite welcome, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so now you are in kind of the interstice between the two carriages. Yeah. Um, Sebastian and Joy, you can lower yourselves down um, without needing to roll because Cornelia can kind of assist you in finding yourself. Thank you very much, Mrs. Cavendish. So do you open the door? Yes. yes. Okay. Wait, so is there, there's a door on either side going to either? There's two carriages? Exactly, yeah. And yeah. so you can see that an iron bar has been placed to bar the... Well, I take off the uh, take bar. It, and so, so now Dorothy, can, Dorothy you can come through as well. Okay. Uh, so you open the door to the final carriage of the train. Uh, the train lurches and jumps as you step into the gloom of this rearmost carriage. And immediately your nostrils are assailed by an odd scent. It's sweet and tart like rotting lemons. <gasps> as your eyes adjust, you see the light from the carriage behind you glinting on hundreds of glass bottles in front of you. They seem to be stored in large crates packed with wet straw and their contents are bobbing in synchronization with the movements of a train like a miniature ballet. Standing amidst the bottles, bloody knife in hand, is mm. Phil Christensen. His wispy hair is matted against his neck with sweat, and his pale grey eyes swivel wildly across all your faces. Come on now, Phil. You are cornered, sir. We can talk about says, this. Surrender! A little late, officers! <laughs> well, that's quite an odd thing to say. <laughs> he says, no filthy fed is going to take me. Uh, is the carriage filled with liquor? Can I do like an... Um, you can, you make an appraisal check, Cornelia, actually, and uh, you make a medicine check, Dorothy. The rest of you can make uh, perception checks, but you're less likely to understand what it is. 18. 14. 12. 11. Okay, so from what you can see, Cornelia, it doesn't seem like any kind of liquor, and it doesn't seem like a food stuff. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's packed with wet straw indicates to you that there... Explosives? Yes. That whatever this is, is very likely to be handled with care. I was about to get out my shotgun. (laughs) Put the knife down, sir. You're cornered. There's nowhere else to run. He looks at each of you and he says, I I don't need to save myself. Vinny's going to take care of everything. You'll see. We're not feds. Oh, yeah? Yeah, four sleuths figuring things (laughs) out. You're going to tell me that you're not with the police? Really, we're just quite nosy people. <laughs> we just like to figure stuff out. Amateur sleuths, we just... Right, exactly, yes, amateur sleuths. Make a persuasion check, whoever is taking the lead in this. It looks like it's you, Sebastian. Eight. Uh, he starts laughing, giggling almost, uh, and then he starts uh, speaking. It's a repetitive refrain in a strange language that you can't quite understand. Uh, he raises the pistol, though, and he points it at... You, Sebastian, I guess you're in front now because you've taken the lead in this negotiation. Mm-hmm. Would my anthropology check, like, be able to work out the language? Ah, uh, yes, make, a, make an anthropology check, yeah. Like an occult check on that phrase? Mm-hmm. Would that work? Yep, yeah. Okay. Nine. Eleven. From what you can hear, Joy, this doesn't seem like any language that you studied and in your time at Somerville, you specifically made a point of studying ancient Egyptian, what that might have sounded like, uh, Cantonese dialect, what you might have heard of Hong Kong to try to make connections with your past experiences. This doesn't really sound like either of them. Uh, And Cornelia, this doesn't ring any kind of bell to you either, Mm -hmm. but you know, it it sounds cultish and religious and strange. Uh, Okay, so who's in the back now? I assume it's you, Dorothy, right? Someone puts a hand on your shoulder. Oh, shit. It's Dick Jennings. He's in his underclothes. (laughs) Uh, Dick. (laughs) And he says, what's going on in there? 
I think I actually try to like like to like push him away and push him out. I don't feel like he's gonna make the situation no, better. No, we don't need his. Yeah, he's just clowning around, trying <laughs> to get us to invest. I think he. I, I okay. think I push him out. I think I. Okay, yeah. uh, make a strength check. Two. <laughs> okay, uh, he he, say, he says Phil's the murderer. I knew it. I knew it. And he starts trying to push past you, and he says, "Phil, you hear me? You're trying to get me in trouble here. What are you playing at?" Um, at this point, Phil, uh, looks at you again, Sebastian, he's pointing this pistol at you, uh, and then he lets it fall to his side, pointing straight towards one of the bottles. Can I jump at him? Yes, you can. Yeah, I just like to leap on him. Yeah, make an attack roll. 15. All right, so you jump on him, and as you jump on him, you can hear the sharp crack of a pistol. Uh, the three of you... Uh, who are looking at Sebastian leaping almost in slow motion, this hairy bear just like pouncing onto the the wispy blonde frame of Phil Christensen. You see a momentary flash that follows the crack of the pistol and then all the air and sound seems to leave the room. And the last thing you're aware of is the explosion knocks you unconscious as the weightless feeling of being launched backwards by a shockwave and the sight of the iron frame of the train curling like hair in the wind. God, we're all dead. That's the end of our adventure. After some time, it is the bitter cold that wakes you up, and you regain consciousness with your teeth already clattering in your mouths from the, from the wintry air. The flames still dance high on the carcass of the ruined train in front of you, and you estimate that you must have been unconscious for no more than a few minutes. All around you is a flurrying dark white, howling, pricking, and biting at your exposed skin. You're not quite sure how, but all four of you have managed to survive, although you've all taken four points of damage. Okay. Do we even have four points of damage? Yeah, I'm on one. Okay. Can we see any other survivors? Make perception checks all at disadvantage because there is a really heavy snowstorm right now. Nine. Thirteen. Four. Twelve. Okay, Cornelia, uh, you can see a figure in the snow. Uh, I want to check everyone else is okay. Yeah. I would like to put up my umbrella to stave off the snow. Yeah. And then go towards the figure. Okay, as soon as you unfurl your umbrella, it like cracks under the force of the wind and oh, make a strength check to hold on to it. <laughs> Ten. Okay, uh, it flies out of your hands and is almost immediately lost in the blizzard. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. okay okay very well i just approach the figure okay uh it is dick jennings he is in his underclothes uh he still has his socks on and he's got like a a white t-shirt and and these kind of undergarments but besides that he is fully naked as in very underdressed for this blizzard basically uh he is shivering you can see his lips are already blue uh, he looks up at you uh, with just a dazed expression. He's barely conscious. Uh, I would like to take him by the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jennings, let's get back to the train. What can we see of the train? Uh, so the train has just been split open like a like a rib cage of a turkey, basically. On fire or no? Uh, the rearmost two carriages are like still smoldering and there's still small bits of okay. fire. Mr. Jennings, let's get you dressed. Okay, what clothes? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he has some in his... Okay, so you're going to head... Just, like, pick up his possessions it's just yeah he shouldn't be out like this no yeah what do the what do the rest of you want to do what can i see uh any sign of uh phil so 
you start looking around, you can see various dark shapes in the snow. Um, everyone that you go to, though, is horrifically dead. Um, just torn into bits from the force of the explosion. Because there was nobody else yeah. in the back except for us. The ones in the front <clears throat> seem to have like gone out like through the windows and the crash. They don't, oh, they have God. not survived the crash. Oh no. Yeah. So you can see, well, you can see the two women are definitely dead and Richard's dead. Okay. Dick's alive. Uh, Whoever it was Phil? in the... Can we see Phil anywhere? I can't see Phil anywhere. No, Phil, no. you can't see at all. Um, where is Sebastian? Sebastian's fine? I'm staggering towards the train. I think there okay. might be some survivors, so I'm going to have a look. Because mm. there would have been also a driver mm-hmm. in the train or, yeah. I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, a conductor or so. Yeah, do you want to head towards the locomotive? Yeah. In the locomotive, you can see that it's it's tipped over on its side. Uh, make who, Who's investigating it? Well, I'm with Dick you're, Jackson. You're, so, so investigate. yeah, go for it. Ooh. 20. Oh, wow. Okay, you see tracks basically leading off into a forest that's near the, the left side of the tracks, basically. There is a, a large, dark, impenetrable-looking forest, and there are tracks that lead straight into it. Uh, they're quickly being filled in by the snow. Footprints? Yes. From the... From the locomotive. The From... survivors headed into the woods. It's, let's go see if they're all right. I'm it could be Phil. Tracks. I ran after you. Well, then let's go and stop him. Is Jennings dressed yet? Uh, yes, he has found some clothes in his carriage. Okay, let's find the others. Okay. Are we sensibly clothed? Uh, well, I mean, no. In the sen- no one is sensibly clothed because this is like a full-on blizzard. But do we even have our coats? Yeah, yeah. You can get him back into your carriage and, and get yeah. your coats. Let's grab some trouble. coats. Pick up some warm I, I mean, I fell asleep in my coat, so I probably still yeah. got it so on. You're right. Okay. <laughs> so you're kind of disappearing into the woods, and we're I'm just desperately grasping our just yeah. <laughs> grasping our coats and then following you. Yeah, all right. Yep. Okay, so all of you make constitution saves now uh, to resist the sapping effects of the the winter air. 16. 3. 4. 11. Uh, So Sebastian and Dorothy, you take one level of exhaustion. So you're going to gain disadvantage in all your rolls until you rest and warm up. Okay. Uh, Cornelia and Joy, you manage to bundle up and uh, just grit your teeth through it. Yes. (laughs) Okay, uh, so once you reach the forest, though, you find it impossible to continue following the tracks clearly, basically. Anyone have survival? I do. I do have survival now, yes. right? Yeah. Ah, yes. Okay, so make a survival check. 15. Brilliant. Uh, so it's no longer a, a task of looking at the actual footmarks in the snow, but now you're trying to get by much more slowly looking at broken branches, snapped twigs, mm. other signs that a person might have passed. Uh, in fact, you've done well enough that you can see that it might be more than one person who has passed through here, uh, although it's not exactly clear how many. But you manage to 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 make your way through. You travel for about half an hour like this through this howling wind, and you find your strength quickly waning. Make another constitution save just as you begin to hear wolf howls. Fifteen. Fifteen. Eighteen. Three. Joy, you get a level of exhaustion now as well. Okay. Does that mean just a roll at disadvantage? Yes. Okay. All rolls at disadvantage. So Cornelia, you're the only one who's resisting at this point. The rest of you uh, are all suffering the effects of exhaustion. So Sebastian, you're the only one who's heard howls. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I say, oh no. <laughs> um, hmm. Folks, uh, there, there may be wolves. <laughs> wolves? I think there's wolves, yes. Uh, 
And also, I um, I think I may pass out at any <laughs> moment. Let's just hurry then. Hurry or find somewhere to yeah. huddle or hide or something, or I think we might all die. Is there anything we can see? We're just in a thick forest. Uh, you are in a thick forest. The track continues. Mm-hmm. You can continue following the the path. I feel like we've just gotta. Yeah, we can't yeah. go Hurry back up. now. Okay, uh, you you steal yourselves and decide to proceed. However, uh, Cornelia, you look down and you can see that Dick Jennings has slumped to his knees and he doesn't seem responsive. Mr. Jennings, wake up, Mr. Jennings. No response. Mr. <laughs> I... <laughs> Is he is he still breathing? Does someone want to ha- like oh, take I'll a, have a, a yep. look at him? Yep. About a disadvantage, right? Because mm-hmm. I have oh, God. oh yeah, yeah. Level of exhaustion. That's a three. So you can tell that uh, he's his breaths are very short and shallow, uh, and he doesn't seem responsive. Uh, his lips are completely blue. His extremities are very cold. He has hypothermia. You don't know what. Means. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. so no, yeah, yeah. It's, he is, he is. Um, can I lift him up? Put him on my shoulder? Make a strength check at disadvantage. Eight. So you try to lift him up. Uh, Dorothy, you don't even know if that's a good idea anymore. You can't think because you're so cold. Uh, Sebastian, you try to lift him up, but you can literally just keeping your own shoulders up is, is, too, is enough effort for you right now. And he kind of slopes off your left shoulder and back into the snow. It's us or him. I don't know what else we can do. We're all flagging here. Um, I don't know why this silly man came with us. <laughs> <laughs> Around you, the howls of the wolves seem to intensify. Is there anywhere that we could take shelter here? Like, uh, what are the trees like? Do they can climb up them or something? Uh, the trees are deciduous, so they're denuded of all their foliage at the moment. Um, it would take you some time to make some sort of shelter out of it. You could. You have and the skills the to do so. Us, so. I mean, he's an, ad- he, he's an adult that made a decision to follow us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ice I'm just cold. I'm just making sure we didn't encourage him to come with us, did we? At any point. I didn't even realize he was with survivors. Us. Yeah. I understand why he wouldn't have wanted to stay, to stay. in a train wreck alone. Mm, no, sure, you know? that's true. Yeah. Dorothy, I have to say, you are probably the strangest doctor I've <laughs> ever met in my life. Quite a paradox. I'm gonna try and drag Is there nothing we can yes. I'm gonna try and drag Dick. Okay, uh, alone or if someone would like to help me, that I'll, would be much I'll appreciated. Help, but I'll help. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You can you can construct a kind of sledge to to yeah can to we? make it easier. Okay. Using what one of our coats? Well, yeah, or, or like just some sticks to like literally like a frame oh, just right. to make it easier to drag okay, him. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll construct a sled out of sticks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Make a survival check. Who can, uh, can I do that as well? Enjoy help. I've yeah. survival. Survival, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, 13. go for it. No, you roll at disadvantage. Oh, sorry. Everyone rolls at disadvantage. Except for Cornelia. Three. Yeah, except for Cornelia. Twelve. Okay. Uh, so you manage to to construct a makeshift sled to, to carry Dick Jennings in, and you start dragging him along. Uh, you're proceeding more slowly now, and you can start to see dark shapes, canine shapes, in the gloom around you. Okay, well, let's proceed more quickly then. <laughs> we do also have our firearms. Yeah. So. That's and, true. Yeah. You fire off a warning shot. Yeah. But you don't want to waste bullets, I guess. No. That's... But that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I have one hit point, so if a wolf yeah. gets me, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. 
Okay, uh, you proceed along, and for another five minutes, the wolves leave you alone. But then one of the larger ones seems to have picked up Dick Jennings in particular, his scent. Uh, and you you see that they're kind of getting into a formation where they think that you're protecting Dick Jennings because he's the weakest and that's the one they're targeting now. Mm, um, and so they're, you find that now they're behind you. Okay. Uh, and they seem to be approaching, I guess, who's dragging? It's Sebastian and it's Joy dragging. And Sebastian, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys are at the front. So they're actually nearer to Cornelia and Dorothy. Okay, but you've got a gun. Yeah, I'm going to get my revolver out. Okay. And I guess I guess I at this point it feels like I should just Shoot try to you know, take a headshot. Yeah. Okay. So take a shot. You can see one that's kind of loitering. Uh doesn't seem to be aware of firearms, so it's not that cautious. Mm. And at disadvantage, right? At disadvantage. Three. Okay. Uh you fire off a shot. The sound is lost almost immediately in the uh in the howling wind of the blizzard. Uh, but the wolf you shot it at does hear it, and it yelps uh, and and scampers back into the snow. You feel like the the warning shot at least has bought you a few more minutes okay. before they regroup. Good. Good. So you keep on proceeding, and ahead of you, after five more minutes, you begin to see a glow. It looks like the light of a fire, uh, oh and oh, the trees are starting to thin. Make a another Constitution check, though. Yes, walk into the light. <laughs> At disadvantage or? No, this constitution check is not at disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. Five. Eighteen. Six. Seventeen. Okay. So, Cornelia, you take a level no. of exhaustion. Okay. Uh, and, Joy, you are on your second level of exhaustion now. What's that mean? Uh, so, basically, you can only take half actions. You can either move or you can do an action, but you can't do both in one round. Like you are seriously, if you get to the third level of exhaustion, then basically you can't move on your own strength. You are now walking towards the light. Uh, You can't hear or see the wolves around you anymore. Uh, All you can hear is this kind of dragging crunch of you dragging (laughs) Jennings's body uh, in in the frame behind Mm -hmm. you. Do you step out of the woods towards the glow that you see in front of you? I think we have to. We've got to. We have have a choice. choice. Our heroes step out of the darkness into a halo of light. A campfire is burning brightly, warmly, but as their eyes adjust, they see a grisly sight. Glistening entrails steaming in the snow, throats torn into wet strips that hang from beneath pale faces, and deep crimson pools of blood reflecting the flickering fire. In their fractured state, our heroes can't comprehend the scene. This massacre seems senseless and impossible to parse, but amid the crackle of the fire and the forest-dampened rush of the snowstorm, one sound cuts unmistakably through. The sound of a crying child alone among the corpses. You've been listening to The Butchers of Goose Lake, written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor, Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish, David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg, and Charlie May as Joy Dutton Cavendish. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. 
You can follow us on Twitter at The Infinite Bad and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. The Infinite Bad is a Definitely Human production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.